Welcome to My Heart, His Words, a Mad Lab Studios production. This is a podcast that pushes pause on life just long enough to focus on a moment and capture the beauty in it. Thank you for joining us for episode 11. So, Ben. Hi, Tammy. Hey, how are you? I'm going to chime in early on this podcast, this is, this breaking is, breaking molds here. This is great. I, uh, yeah, we're doing things a little bit differently today. Um, as anybody that's listened knows, there's been a longer break between episode 10 and episode 11, and um, a lot of that has been because of unforeseeable circumstances. And so, as I was thinking about today's podcast and the fact that I didn't want to stop what we were doing. Um, I knew it couldn't be a normal podcast. I knew today had to be different. So I'm not doing a reading of a past writing that we're going to reflect on. I really am. I, I have a verse, Ben, that has been really pressing on me uh, because of what's been going on in my life. And I, so I, I kind of read the whole chapter that this verse is in, and I, I just thought maybe there's other people out there that are feeling some of the things that I've been feeling and that I know you've been feeling that maybe just needs to hear us kind of talk about this particular passage. So I'll just say, before we start talking about it, that um, my dad passed away, and he's been sick for a while, but coming right down to actually losing him uh, is totally different than knowing that you're going to lose him. And uh, so it's been a tough summer. There's just this place this in my heart that I know no one else can feel. And um, so that's been one, one thing that has pulled me away from being able to do this. Um, we have one child who uh, is getting married a week from Saturday, and that's an exciting thing, but it's also something that has, it's emotional. He's moved out now and um, was the last one to really like move, move out his stuff. And so that, that's been a thing. Uh, our oldest son and his wife and our precious little granddaughter that if anybody sees pictures on my Facebook page knows, um, she's a little redheaded, curly headed girl with freckles that I just love with all my heart and soul. Uh, they are moving to France in about four weeks uh, for at least a year. And, um, it's hard. It's hard to think about, you know, saying bye. Um, we have um, an, our daughter and her husband are in the middle of an intense job interview situation that could possibly take them far away. And, um, and my husband and I both have just had things going on with our jobs that have been um, hard. And so here's the verse that I want to talk about today that has just really been I feel like God's just been bringing it back into my mind over and over again and reminding me that, one, it's in the Bible, and two, that it's true. But it's 2 Corinthians 4, and I, I'm just going to read the, the verses um, that have been going through my head, and then we can back up and talk about other things with this passage. But 2 Corinthians 4, verse 8, we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. 
We are struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry the death of Jesus in our body so that the life of Jesus may also be displayed in our body. And so, Ben, I just, when I've talked to friends, because I've done, I'm a talker. <laughs> I process things much like your wife. You're we an are, external processor. We are external processors. Yeah. My husband is much more like you. He's we internal. process things internally. Yes. <laughs> he can hear something and then think about it for a long, long time and never say another word. And I can talk about the same thing 500 times knowing that nothing's going to change, but I just have to talk about it. And I think Kim and I share that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've talked to a lot of friends about this passage and how I feel afflicted in every way, pressed in on every side, perplexed, but not in despair. Um, and sometimes, Ben, I think what I've struggled with in this last month or so is that I kind of have felt some despair. <laughs> I have yeah. felt a little crushed and sometimes abandoned. I haven't felt destroyed, but spiritually I have felt a little bit of a void, um, a distance from God. Um, I, I've been blogging through the Bible since January, and I have I feel like the breaks have just gone on. I've still been reading the Bible. But to say I have felt a big move to write about what I've read, I haven't. And um, sometimes it scares me because I don't ever want to, I don't want to ever just spiritually become lukewarm. And, and, but I'm in a season right now that's a valley. And so I would love, I'd love to hear some pastoral counseling today. Okay. I, um, you know, when, when we began talking about this and, didn't have an idea as to how the show was going to look, what mm-hmm. type of flow it was going to have. Still don't know. As we sit here recording, we right. don't know what type of show flow, and I don't think it really matters. Okay. Um, the one thing out of this passage of Scripture, when you sent this along to me, uh, you know, the being pressed down, you know, from every side, every angle, I, I went back and kind of looked at the passages before, you know, the chapter before mm-hmm. leading up to it, and I love how... You know, chapter four starts where it says, therefore, since it's by God's mercy uh, that we are engaged in this ministry, we do not lose heart. And then he goes on to talk about some different things in verse six, for it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness, Mm. who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Mm. But we have this treasure in clay jars so that it may be made clear that this extraordinary power belongs to God hmm. and does not come from us. Yes. So what what this is kind of indicating to us, and we were talking about before we started mm-hmm. um, recording, life will always, always present us with situations, circumstances, trials and tribulations that will have the potential to pull our gaze Mm -hmm. and pull our focus off of God. And it's even times when we're trying to focus on God that these trials, tribulations, situations, if we do keep our our focus and our gaze set upon Mm -hmm. Him, there will be times that it gets hazy. 
our our the clarity of our picture, yes. the clarity of Him in our lives isn't nearly as clear or as crisp, and we can't see the colors maybe right. the same way. Everything feels like it's almost rescinding back into the black and yeah. white, and yeah. and feelings become there's less of an edge to feelings, and there's more numbness, yeah. um, and just more surviving. But that's when. Paul begins to talk about this, you know, I am, you know, pressed but not crushed. Right. I'm persecuted, not abandoned, mm-hmm. struck down but not destroyed. I'm blessed beyond the curse yes. because his promise is going to endure because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. And I think that that's where so many people find themselves. Mm-hmm. And we feel like we are slipping or we are losing our relationship with God, our faith in God, when we're basing so many things on what we're experiencing, our feelings. Yes. Uh, and, and I even go back to something that you've already shared on the podcast once and, and that your father, you know, that your dad yes. shared with you in a yes. letter one time. So I look at this and at moments like this that keep your eyes yes. on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get too terribly concerned if the image isn't as crisp as what it once was because we can read through the bible where so many people have this you know similar experience Mm -hmm. Um, but that's where we have the grace mercy and relationship with jesus to be able to fall back on Mm -hmm. to where this weight while heavy is bearable it's bearable this crushing while uncomfortable is not going to be our demise. Right. While this, you know, this this pressing, I, I I don't even know if this will stay in this episode. Okay. But every time I hear the word pressing, I think of the wine press. Yes. And how that the grape, you know, I, I love grapes. Yeah. Um, but that's not the most valuable thing that comes from grapes. I don't mind raisins. Um, but a raisin is just a dried up grape that's been out in the sun too long. Right, right. The most precious part of the grape is what's inside of it. Mm. And that cannot be extracted unless there's pressure applied. So in our lives sometimes, maybe, maybe part of the reason that we're feeling the pressure is that there is actually the most valuable part of what's inside of us is being pressed out through his Holy Spirit. That's tough, but that's good. I don't understand the physics behind it, but I was thinking the other day that I'm pretty sure that somewhere along the way I learned that if something is pressed equally on all sides, it's not going to crush it. Mm. But if it gets just a little off on one side, you know, then there's that that shove in. But if it's an equal pressure coming in on all sides, it's not going to crush it. And so... um, I guess I like to think that maybe God, while I'm being pressed in, he's He's my balancer. Mm-hmm. He's keeping it steady so that, yeah, I'm feeling the squeeze from the top, the bottom, and both sides, but he's keeping them, the equilibrium there for me so that I'm feeling it, but I'm not dying from it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not being destroyed by it. Um, you talked about focus, and that reminded me of uh, when our little girl died, and I was, you know, sitting there trying to figure out with my husband what the funeral was going to look like and just so devastated. It was such an unexpected loss. And um, my dad 
recommended the song Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's how we closed her funeral service. You know, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And I know that was one of my dad's favorite songs, and I know you're right when you say that. And and <laughs> when you were talking about things being hazy, it just hit me that I've had to, I drive back and forth to Mount Sterling um, as part of my marriage family therapy supervision. I meet um, a therapist there who's my supervisor a couple times a week. And in the last couple weeks, I've had to drive in some pretty thick fog and some really heavy rain to the point where the visibility was terrifying. And I remember I called one day when it was raining uh, so, so hard, a car hydroplaned in the fast lane and a, it was a pickup, but he it literally spun and went out into the grass, right? I had to go out in the shoulder and keep going. And I saw in the rearview mirror that, you know, he was in the grass and no one had been, other cars had been affected. But I called my husband and I was just shaking. And I, uh, I said, I am, I just, I've got 47 more miles to go and I'm terrified. I feel like I'm going to cry. And, and this is what my loving husband said, as I called him, you know, using Siri, so I didn't have to take my hands off the steering wheel. But he said, you're stronger than this. He said, you're stronger than this. Don't get off. And I said, okay. And so I, I kept it slow, but I kept going. And eventually I drove, I drove out of the rain. Um, and I think that maybe for me, this podcast today, I, I, I need to be reminded that I'm stronger than all of the stuff that's facing my family right now. Mm-hmm. Be- not because of me, but because of God that lives in me. And I think um, it actually says down in here, I love the ending. It says, therefore, we don't give up. And I, I don't want to give up, Ben. Mm-hmm. Even though our outer person is being destroyed, our inner person is being renewed day by day. For our momentary light affliction is producing for us an absolutely incomparable eternal weight. I love that it's weight Mm -hmm. of glory. So we do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So what if, at times, Mm -hmm. God's definition of glory is different than our definition of glory? Mm. And what if, sometimes... Mm -hmm the weight that we feel mm. is actually a weight that's bringing him more glory. Ooh, that gave me goosebumps. And it's not... I, I, I tell, um, all while recognizing the fact that there are very, very many people who still view me as a young minister, <laughs> but I, I tell younger mm-hmm. ministers all the time, one of the biggest traps in ministry is taking things personally. Mm-hmm. It may sound personal, Mm -hmm. it may feel personal, Mm -hmm. it may look personal. They may even use your name Mm -hmm. or things that you've done or your family, Mm -hmm. but it's not. It's not personal. Because as believers, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, rulers, and authority. The, the, The battles that we face are not fleshly battles. They're not. They're masqueraded and 
wrapped in fleshly battles yes. to try to take our focus away from the spiritual realm. Yes. Just as Paul closed out that you just read there, you know, because we look not at what can be seen, but what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. That's good. And if the enemy can get us convinced that the mm-hmm. things that we're fighting are temporal in mm-hmm. nature, mm-hmm then we're going to lose our focus on eternal things. That's good. And it's is it Gideon? Who is it in the in the Old Testament who is told to look up at the mountains uh, around him? Yeah. And he's able to see the spiritual mm-hmm. angels that are mm-hmm. waiting, you know, to be there in the in the battle. Yep. If I can remember that. If I can remember that. Like you said when people say things maybe that are hurtful or, or in situations where I, I feel discouraged or, or something's been stolen for me or, um, you know, even just the thought of distance between me and my family because family is my world. Um, but if I can remember, the devil is the one that steals and kills and destroys and yet greater is he that's in me mm-hmm. that's he, than he that's in this world and that we are more than conquerors. And I love that. Joyce Meyer, she says that when it says more than conquerors, it's easy for us to go, well, if you conquer, you conquer. How can you be more than a conqueror? But what she says is that means that we already know that the next battle is won. So we're conquering what we're facing, but we know that we don't have to fear tomorrow or the next day because we're more than conquerors. Mm -hmm. Um, well, when you go into battles with the mindset that I I fight from a place to enforce victory, I don't fight from a place to obtain the victory. Oh, that's good. Because the victory's already been the victory's won. victory's already been won. We're here in our lives to enforce it. Yes. Um, and it's the Israelites, when they go into the promised land, mm-hmm. there are still enemies yes. there in front of them that they have to take care of. Mm-hmm. And the scripture goes on to say why God left enemies in there. He said, because if there were no enemies, then the lands would would grow, you know, overgrowth and they wouldn't be any use to you. Right. God left enemies in Israel's path for the specific purpose to make sure that the land stayed productive, waiting on them to get there. there. So what if the battle that you're fighting now, not only has it already been defeated, Mm Uh, you know that, that victory's already been obtained. What if the battle that you're facing now, that enemy is just simply there taking care of the stuff God wants you to have? Oh, that's good. That's good. I mean, it kind of gives a different perspective as yes. to struggles, trials, yes. tribulations in our lives. Yes, and the Israelites were successful unless they were distracted yeah. by the enemy or distracted by the thanks of the enemy. And I, I think for me today, podcast episode eleven was a personal decision to, uh, one, be transparent, but two, to rediscover what I already know, um, that in the midst of all of this stuff that's spinning in my head as a mom and a wife uh, and a daughter, um, God is, he's not changing. He's there. He's unconditional and ever-present and I, I just hope that somebody that's listening today that's maybe feeling pressed in on every side will know that, first of all, you're not alone. <laughs> and secondly, that um, you're going to make it. 
I told you at the beginning before we started that I honestly had no idea what direction this was going to go. I just knew that to jump back into this, uh, it had to be different than our other episodes have been. Um, and I, I guess, I guess the thing I want to just say is we're not doing this podcast to make money. We're not doing this podcast, um, to get attention. I I really feel like we've decided to take the time to do this because we love God and we know how hard life would be without him. And we want others who happen to stumble across this or intentionally listen this to know life is hard, but God is there. He wants to fight your battles. He wants to be um, that anchor for your soul. And so um, if somebody out there struggling, we've said this, and, and Ben, you'll probably say this in closing, but please reach out to somebody. Please reach out. Please, if you're not in a church, find a church. If if you're in a church, don't be afraid to, to go forward or to talk to your minister or to someone, a friend, um, or email us and we can help you find someone wherever you're at um, that will help you. We just don't want anybody to walk this life alone. Well, let me pray and we'll okay. wrap up. Okay. Thank here. you. God, um, we're just thankful uh, for another opportunity to be able to talk about you, uh, to open up your word, uh, to be challenged by it, mm-hmm. uh, to be convicted by it, uh, and to be comforted mm-hmm. by your word. And God, we have—I I can speak for myself—that I have experienced all three of those mm-hmm. uh, during this episode today. Yes. God, we um, we continue to pray uh, for for Tammy, for her family, for everything that's going on—the loss, the transitions, uh, the life events. Um, everything, God, just give them a peace that passes all understanding. We pray for everyone who's listening to this episode that, God, that uh, whatever's going on in in their lives, that they would keep their focus on you and you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for episode 11 a podcast that pushes pause on life just long enough to focus on a moment and capture the beauty in it. If you like what we do here at My Heart, His Words, subscribe, follow, rate, review, tell a friend, tell a neighbor, (laughs) tell a fax, telegram, doesn't matter. Just tell someone or something about My Heart, His Words. You can contact us by emailing us at myhearthiswordspodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to connect with us and follow us on social media, you can search on Instagram and Facebook, My Heart His Words, and our handle on Twitter is at My Heart His Word One. That's at My Heart His Word One on Twitter. Yes. Until next week, be blessed. <laughs>